0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC, giving you a little late night special. But of course, you'll check this out on Monday if you have the space to tune in. We are going to talk about good, bad and ugly. We know that it is Monday show where we talk about all things good, all things bad. And of course, all things that are not so great with Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thanks so much for joining me on this Sunday and now Monday show. It's live right now, but of course, we know how Mondays kick off with kids and games of Locked on Wolfpack, where we talk about good, bad, and ugly that we saw week in and week out from ACC football. And this week in week three is no different. Kitten, how are you feeling? Feeling good, better, and different today?
1: Oh, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. I'm I'm ready to get into this thing. I'm ready to get after it because there is a ton of good to talk about especially since I've been uh, assigned the Atlantic teams. This is It's going to be a real great Monday for me. It's going to be a real easy one for me this week.
0: (laughs) So let's kick it off and start out with some good. We know that Friday Night Lights was a great special. Good for one team, bad for the other. We had some ACC action already in the mix, and we had Florida State figure things out in a good way. Talk about just emotionally handling some adversity and overcoming, and maybe Norvell is the guy. Maybe we have to sit here and say, and Mike Norvell may be a better coach than we have given him credit for, and they pulled out a really good win. So that was good for me. What about you?
1: Um, I'm not ready to go there on Norvell yet, but that is part of my good. Part of my good is – or actually, that is my good. Every single ACC Atlantic team, except for the team that played another Atlantic team in uh, Louisville, won this week. All winners. Everybody won except Louisville, and, of course, it's two ACC Atlantic teams, so there was no way – for there right. to be not a loser out of that, but anywho, everybody else, it was it was a great weekend. And did they play the toughest of teams? No, no, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. But you know what? And what we've seen in recent history, sometimes winning the easy games ain't so easy now, is it? Especially
0: so- for the ACC. <laughs>
1: well, listen. I, I wouldn't even throw it on the ACC. We're not the conference that went winless against the Sun Belt, um, it, including from our champion to the bottom of the league. I'm looking at you, Josh Neighbors, in, in locked on Big Twelve. But um, when I when I look at what happened this weekend in terms of the, the teams that I uh, am, am particularly assigned to, they all played some really really good ball, except Louisville, which I mean I mean Satterfield's seat got to be hotter than hotter than fish grease in the middle of a July cookout, but This is The the reality that we're looking at here is um, all of the Atlantic teams had very good weeks last week, which are going to be needed heading into a next week that could be pivotal in deciding a lot of things in the Atlantic going forward.
0: 100%. Another good for me was Syracuse. They're starting out undefeated right now, which is what everyone had on their docket when you talk about preseason. They were the last team picked, and yet here we are. Talking about not only Dino Babers keeping his job, but propelling forward in what could be a really good Syracuse team throughout the rest of the season.
1: We we all knew that Dino was the coach that was gonna figure it out and Satterfield was the one that was probably gonna get fired. We all knew that, right? We all yeah. We all called it. We all saw it. Based on all the
0: recruiting conversations, you know, we all see all the Lambos and what have you and all the high-flying. We get the top picks. We just knew Satterfield was going to turn this thing around with his current team. Dino was just out the door. He doesn't recruit well. It's hard to recruit at Syracuse. There's so many reasons why Dino was not going to be successful. And yet, here we are.
1: Mm, Them reasons looking mighty funny in the light, ain't they? They looking mighty funny in the light. I'm
0: ready for all Uh apologies. Anytime anyone wants to give them to me, I'm right here for them.
1: And and far be it for us to call Syracuse world beaters, because again, I'm y'all know me. I have long held this belief. I said it after week one, and I still stand by it now. Until you get to about week four or five, you really don't know who teams are for real. You're seeing a version of teams. Um, but Syracuse has been a an exciting surprise. And and anybody who says that they haven't been is a line to have. It's good for the conference when everybody's better. And to see Syracuse out here playing good ball and, in some cases, being the beneficiary of other teams playing bad ball, when we look at Syracuse in the past, it was not always other teams beating them. It was, at times, them beating themselves. It was, at times, Dino mismanaging a game. And so, to see Purdue having to kick the ball off from the 10-yard line because of multiple 15-yard penalties, to see what you saw in terms of uh, the – Syracuse Orange finishing out a game despite the fact that again Purdue handed it to him. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's not about the numbers, it's about the alphabets. And the only alphabets that matter W and L. And <laughs> at the end of the day, Dino got him a W. Let's let's eat a W like a former uh Atlanta great James Winston was saying. Let's eat a W. <laughs>
0: No doubt, because we all called it that not only would Clemson be the number one team, of course, in the ACC or in the Atlantic Division, but Florida State and Syracuse would be second and third, just like we planned it, Kenton. Like, that's what we've been talking about this entire offseason. We knew Norvell was going to be able to keep his job starting out 3-0 with a big LSU win now that they are certainly beating some of their SEC opponents. And then Syracuse, again, being 3-0. and So to me, I'm not... I'm not feeling like the Atlantic was going to be that crazy, but now even more so, we haven't even really gotten to the meat of NC State having a good win and beating Texas Tech. When last year we were talking about NC State, you know, chipping one off against Mississippi State, and I'm sitting here saying, those that's still my pick to win the Atlantic. And yet, I'm over here giving high praises to, they're like almost an afterthought, but they're still winning, you know?
1: Well, that's because NC State is, is winning games in ways that we couldn't have imagined. If you would have came into this season and told everybody, hey, the best offensive player on NC State this year is going to be Demi Sumo or Thayer Thomas. Everybody would have looked at you and said, put the pipe down, lady. They got the preseason ACC player of the year over there, and his name definitely ain't Demi nor Thayer. So what, what are you talking about? And yet... Devin Leary has kind of pulled a Danny Phantom. He's going ghost on all of us. Listen, we're not with. on the
0: bad yet. We're not on the bad yet. So just. But I'm, I'm not good. talking about okay, the bad. I'm okay. Not, okay.
1: I'm, I'm getting back to the good. If you would let me finish, I was getting back to the good in that this Wolfpack defense is looking absolutely crazy. I mean, th- there was a time last year where you knew if you got to third and long against the Wolfpack, you were going to be okay because those outside corners were going to give it up. Okay. They were just never mind. I'm not even gonna go where I wanted to go with that. But they were known for like they're gonna, they're they're gonna blow it when it matters most. Okay, that's what they were gonna do. I I I was finna go full coach 30 on you, but I didn't want nobody to kick me off the show. I want to get booted from uh locked on for saying what I should have said there. Okay. But the reality is Aiden White, two interceptions, one pick six, a sack. This is what we're see. Pitch is looking good. He's playing through receiver's hands. I
0: You know, know. but I think that's even more so saying you always talk about it's not about your exes and it's about your jimmies and your joes and your jimmies and your joes are stepping up big. And that's something to be commended on. That's very good because that's what you need to be a championship level team is you had to have the guys and nobody sees coming and they step up in big ways. And you certainly had that for NC State.
1: Absolutely. We knew Tyler Baker Williams was going to be a really good corner. We knew that he was going to be a good slot corner. He was going to. Do some things and so, as far as filling in in the run and blitzing off the edge and all that good stuff, and he's definitely the guy in coverage. But I couldn't have told you that these corners were going to be playing how they're playing early in the season. I couldn't have guessed it. I couldn't get. And now to see this going how it's going, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you this: if if that Devin Leary, the Devin Leary from last year, shows up if he makes an appearance, you can book it right now. I'm, I'm, I don't like doing the overreactions early in the season. But based off what I've seen out of this running game and out of this defense, if that old Devin Leary shows up, you can book them in the playoffs. You can book them
0: Okay, that's that's very high praise. But I also felt like Jordan Houston certainly has stepped up big, but Demi has been the guy. He has been like, okay, we're going to pick things up right where we left off with the run game that we didn't think was going to be great for NC State this season. And it's been excellent.
1: And let me tell you this. Too often, we treat running backs like people treat women rappers, as if there can only be one that's good. That's not true. You can like Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. You can like Cardi and Nicki. You can like Glorilla and May. It doesn't have to just be one that's good. Oh, this one is head and shoulders above the rest. Jordan Houston is a very good change of pace back. He does a lot of things well that Demi Sumo does not to a certain degree and he has his his abilities. However, the Wolfpack run a very zone-heavy scheme. Zone-heavy schemes lend themselves to one-cut backs in the mold of an Arian Foster or Priest Holmes or those guys who they make one cut, they get upfield, they have a lot of balance, they have a lot of power, but they can also show some explosiveness through the hole. A smaller guy that's more shifty like a uh, Jordan Houston, they don't often see success in zone systems, and even if they do, it's not prolonged. Look at Lindsey. Um, what was what was the young man's name from Colorado that went to the uh, that got played for the Broncos? Philip Lindsey is it Philip Lindsey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Philip. There's a lot like that. He's a smaller guy. It's not meant for him to do the same things. You can't use those guys in the same ways. Jordan Houston has balled out in his own right. He's done things well in his own right, but he's not Demi. And Demi ain't him, okay? Demi is a bigger, stronger guy. And that's that's who he is. The system benefits him in ways that it doesn't, Jordan. But they're both making great impacts in that run again.
0: 100% agree. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs this season. It is your continued resource for sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports events is to go to BetOnline.net, where you can use the desktop website or your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline is where the game starts, and I hope you guys spend some time over the weekend to go over Jersey Drake's betting action, whether or not you use some of his opportunities, let us know in the comments. If you got rich off of Jersey Drake's picks, let us know because we had a lot of talent to talk about throughout Atlantic and Coastal teams during the weekend. In week three, of course, not only good, there was some tough moments. We don't even call it bad because people won at the end of the day. But we're rocking and rolling with Ken Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack and Wake Forest. Talk about getting punched in the mouth and saying, hey, you're good, but don't get crazy. The matchup against Liberty was certainly one where nobody thought it was going to be as close as it was. Glad they got to pull it out, but it was definitely a wake up call for Wake Forest. What would you what were your thoughts around the matchup?
1: You know, I, I think that Hugh Freeze has done an excellent job there at Liberty and and with him uh, doing such an excellent job there. It sometimes makes people forget or sometimes people just look at the team name and they don't actually look at the team. Liberty has ball players; They have all the things. However, this was a bit reminiscent of what we saw to, of Wake Forest last year mm-hmm. and uh, the, the basic mentality of we're going to have to race to 40. Like that's the reality of, of what we saw a little bit there. And uh, so when I'm talking about what happened here is in terms of um, the, the Liberty and, and Wake Forest game, I mean, again, their offense played, they, they did what they do. They put up points and all that good stuff. Their defense wasn't as bad as we've seen them at their worst. But when you look at a name like Liberty, you're often thinking to yourself, this game shouldn't be close. When in reality, that's a good Liberty team. That's yeah. a good Liberty team. And it was a close game. But, you know, who cares? At the end of the day, you came out of it with a win. And it's better to learn a lesson in a win than a loss. It's better to go back to the film and say, hey, we've got a ton to work on but we got away with a win than yeah. it is to say we got a ton to work on boys. We got to get back to the drawing board. All of our goals are still in front of us. We just yeah. got to take this loss on the chin.
0: Yeah. Ryan Smith junior, the defensive guy out of uh, Wake Forest said it best in terms of getting punched in the mouth and realizing that you still have lots to work on. There's no gimme. They took, Liberty lightly. I know Malik Willis wasn't walking through that door, but Q freeze is still a very good coach and Liberty is definitely one that could sneakily beat you. And so it was good to see that the trap game didn't ultimately get them. But now as you're progressing through this Atlantic division, that is extremely tough. You really can't slip. There are no teams that are surprising like the Syracuses of the world, like the Florida States of the world. You don't have the fortune of having bad weeks off weeks. One that just popped you in the mouth. You just don't have that luxury.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's going to lean into my bad a little bit here. Okay, uh, What's your bad? My bad of the week is all of these quarterbacks in the Atlantic, mm-hmm. except for Garrett Schrader, except for Garrett Schrader. Let me say that now because I know Q's fans be on our heads now. All of the ones who played some out of conference ball this week, except for Garrett Schrader. Where did you go? Now, did wait, you- are you
0: saying Garrett Schrader did good? Because I'm confused. Did you- we didn't watch the same game.
1: Listen, I think he did enough to win the game. Okay. I think that I think he did enough to where Syracuse didn't have to win in spite of him. Now, let's talk about some of these other quarterbacks because their teams had to win in spite of them. Devin exactly. Leary, where did you go? Where have you been? We've been looking for you, young man. DJ, Big Cinco, uh, you finna be Big Bencho. You keep playing like you're playing. You're gonna be Big Portolo. You keep playing like you're play. And I'm not talking about Portobello mushrooms. I mean, transfer Portolo, <laughs> sir. You're gonna have to get out of there. Sam Hartman, you're getting called to the floor too. You're back healthy now. So we're gonna call you to the carpet when you ain't playing like you're supposed to be playing Sam uh-huh. Hartman. Where did you go? Because you're part of the reason that game was close. So the quarterbacks in the Atlantic, y'all, your team's got away with some wins, but La Tech ain't that good. I'm gonna just tell you like that, okay? The uh-huh. Liberty, they good. They not that good. Texas Tech, y'all should have put them boys to bed early. Yeah, early. If Mister Lee was hitting some of those pads, if he was clicking. That that game would have been over early. I saw one player in particular, Anthony Smith, who I rant and rave about how good he is all the time. He did literally the perfect streak, the perfect streak. He beat the corner off the line of scrimmage. And then as the corner starts to funnel him to the sideline a little bit, he stacks the corner to give Devin Leary a giant window with which to hit him. Just lead him with the ball. That's six points. Devin underthrows it. They end up settling for a field goal. So, all of the quarterbacks out of the the Atlantic here y'all supposed to be big time the ones who have not shown us that like hey we can't count on you already because field your COVID, you kind of in the we can't count on you already phase but all the rest where did y'all go this weekend
0: okay I hear you but I also like again I think that Garrett Schrader had maybe three good throws on the day three good throws his his legs kept them very much in the game but my dog had three good throws in the one came at the very end with seven seconds left to ultimately give them the win. But come on now. we I just can't give you that Garrett Schrader. He gave me vintage Garrett Schrader, and that's not a compliment.
1: But listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day. <laughs> don't
0: get for him, please.
1: I'm not, I'm not about to. Listen, you know me. I don't do fluff pieces or hit pieces, okay? I'm not about to tell you that Ga- Garrett Schrader had one of the best games I've ever seen out of a quarterback, period. But what I will say is, again, if you compare his play to the other quarterbacks this week, if you compare his play to what DJ did for almost three quarters, uh, the first three quarters against LaTeX, If you compare it to what Devin Leary did all night. If you compare it to what Sam Hartman did, he did just fine. Okay, he did, he was he was sublime, dove and right on time. Because the rest of these boys, I'm I'm sitting here like, um. Now y'all told us that this was a quarterback's lead. And we've got nothing. Even if we want to go over to the coastal, they they quarterbacks were looking down bad too. I mean, oh wait, the quarterback the
0: quarterback situation has just not been at on point in week week three. We can say for a conference that is built on our quarterbacks and that's our staple, that's our tagline. It was a rough showing.
1: And, and I'll give Tyler a break because his his best receiver was out. But uh everybody else, where did y'all go? <laughs> Jeff Sims. Y'all couldn't put up one point. Where did you go, young man? Young man, come talk it's to not, me. It's forward. not the
0: coastal today. We're talking about that tomorrow with JJ.
1: But that's, well, but I, that's my point. I hear you. I the, hear the, you. The quarterback, the quarterback play in this in this division was rough almost everywhere. Oh, almost for sure. everywhere that was playing the FBS team had a hard time. They had a hard go of it. So, you know, there's there's a lot of y'all that I'm we, you know, I got to call Benson the Stabler and put out an APB for you because I, Brennan Armstrong, where did you go? You only putting up 16 points these days on little old ODU? Where did you go? What's going on?
0: Listen, you thought we were feeling you? You might be some munchies, okay? You might be some munchies while you're playing. But that's our bad. We haven't even got to the ugly yet. And so as we transition to talk about good, bad, and ugly here with Locked On, Wolfpack Coast Kenton gives every Monday, we talk about good, bad, and ugly things that are happening week in and week out for ACC football. We hope you guys stick around and talk about the Atlantic division. That's usually what we focus on on Monday. And then Tuesday, we've got J.J. Jackson who helps us talk about the coast. So all my Miami fans are like, oh my God, you're not talking about Texas a and and blah, blah, blah. We got you. Come back tomorrow. I promise you it'll be dedicated. Because that could get ugly, too. Now, when we talk about some ugly, I just want to sit here and say, at one point, Maine was beating Boston College. I don't know why. I don't know how. But my Lord knows. It's getting bleak for the boys up in Chestnut Hill. And that's really unfortunate because I truly believed it was going to be a situation where Boston College was going to give people a run for
1: their money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. My my it's 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 disappointing to see how badly this Halfley experiment has turned out to be. It, it really is at a level because let's not make any bones about it. Everybody who's into the hype and into the rah-rah, everybody was buying Jeff Halfley stock, everybody was buying it, and now everybody is selling it like it's Netflix stock. They're they're trying to get rid of it, they can't get rid of it fast enough. You understand? So it's, it's tough to see that they're having the types of struggles um, that they are. And to be a team that many people said, well, this is going to be a dark horse. And, you know, they're returning so much in terms of Phil, in terms of Zay, in terms of Garwell, in terms of a defense uh, that that played. That at times before it was clear that they were wearing down because they had just been on the field so much due to the offense's inability to to piss a drop at any point. Um, to see this team struggling so mightily this year is like, what's what's going on? What's happening?
0: Because you had excuses every other year, you know, yeah. and so this year it's just not making sense, especially with how we know the transfer portal is basically you could pick your pick of the litter of who you want. You can I, absolutely go get you an O-line if you really wanted to. It's not hard. I mean, it might be a hard sell for Boston College, but honestly, not because a lot of people know Boston College builds guys—you know, like machines out there when it comes to that front cent- front line.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't believe in any time you're looking at like, oh, this was an excuse type of year. I don't look at anything more than one year. I don't care what's mm-hmm. happening or what's going on. You get one year of grace, and then you got to have at least something decent, and then maybe you can get another year of grace after that. But I don't believe in two two back to back. Something's going on. Yeah. some you know something's a problem there um but yeah that's that's uh quite problematic and 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 my ugly I'm gonna go uh on over to uh, a fellow team that's struggling in the uh in the Atlantic right now in Louisville what's going on what are y'all doing <laughs> we are seen y-
0: that. let's have let's have a moment of silence for uh Satterfield because we know his job is out the door Okay. Now listen, listen, Scott. Can I call
1: talk. you Scott? <laughs> I don't want to just talk to Satterfield. I, I okay. Normally, I don't, I don't do this. I don't talk about individual perf- players' performances often, especially defenders, because it's hard to see how what a defender is really doing or what they're not doing. Number 27 from Louisville put together one of the most, like you know how some players put together a highlight reel of all the good stuff that they've done and 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 you know all the good things that they put on tape. Number twenty seven from Louisville was so. What's so his name? Bad.
0: Call him out. Don't are so you Are you only, only going to do number or call him by his name?
1: I, I can't. I can't remember the gentleman's name. Let me let me look up his name <laughs> right now because let's this, put
0: out his government. If we're gonna sit here was, and talk about him, number twenty seven.
1: This game was rough. This game was rough for him. He <laughs> ended up on uh you know you know uh, uh Brendan Clinton. They, he's known as Coach Thirty or or yes. uh, Mister Go Thirty. He ended up on one of his tapes because he was talking about how unserious he was. Mr. Kendrick Duncan, I believe it is. Oh, God, Kendrick. Kendrick, Kendrick Duncan. Mr. Duncan was just god-awful. Yeah. He was -hmm. just god-awful. And here's the thing. Again, I don't like calling individual defenders out because normally when things go wrong on a defense, it's more than just one player. There were multiple plays where I looked at Mr. Duncan and said, they – who coached that when did they coach that and i know that they don't coach that because he's the only one doing it he's so is he
0: taking it upon himself to be self-coached or like what what do guys do for someone who's been out on the field before is it like i take it upon myself to try and do too much because i'm trying to oversell because i want to make sure i get to help my team out like maybe he's trying too hard maybe he's trying to be the hero
1: and you know what that that is most often what it is. When you are focused on other people's thing, you can't do your thing. But mm. the reality is that's all good defense is. Everybody doing their job. Mm. When you say, hey, how do, I, how do you stop the run, right? How do you stop the run? Florida State's starting quarterback gets hurt, so they're not going to be able to throw the ball around at the same level. How do you stop the run? By everybody, there should be, wherever you see a no hat, you need to see a Louisville hat, no hat. Louisville That's how you stop the run. That means every gap is filled. Every gap that you've got one of theirs, you've Stand got one them. Stand in the gap,
0: all. Jesus. Yes, and they could not do that.
1: And it was like every time, everybody else on the defense is doing their job, making the ball bounce out to him, and then he was like, oh, wait, am I supposed to make a tackle right now? what's going on
0: the fundamentals you know when it comes down to the core this is just this is kids this is a kids game we know it, we know that but if you don't the, if you don't understand your if you understand your assignment but don't execute your assignment that's what we the, get caught up
1: at in. the end of the day you know a, a lot of people are are very big into the uh the thought of did that person understand the assignment Ken Derek did not understand the assignment at any level at any level he had no interest. But in so you think
0: it was an X and O breakdown versus the actual skill level breakdown?
1: I I, I think that it was. I think that it was very much so uh, a personal breakdown because there were again there was so many times where everybody else did what they were supposed to do. And don't get me wrong, don't get me. He wasn't the only one that had a rough game because those corners. Oh, that that big six, seven receiver was taking those kids to school. He he was packing their lunch up and saying, Love you, son. You have a great day. I'm your father from here on out. Okay. He he was he was Mr. Derek, your mama friend that's not really your husband or boyfriend, but he just come by the house, give y'all presents all the time. He was Mr. Derek to them corners. But the reality is that young man, you have to make the plays when they're sent to you. You have to. You have to. And this isn't to say that anybody's a perfect player and didn't make mistakes. I made a ton of mistakes in my career, right? I had some games that were just god awful. Nobody had a
0: perfect game. Aaron, Aaron Donald doesn't have perfect games.
1: Exactly. I I had times where I would, I just turned on the film and I'm like, "Wow, what was I doing?" But <laughs> out of this, out of this, I hope that he looks at this and he learns and he says to himself, "Okay, I don't I don't need to do all of this peppering at a gap and dropping 20 yards deep when i'm really supposed to be at maybe linebacker depth no deeper i don't need to be looking inside when my job is contained i don't need to be at the end of the day i hope he learns from this because i have never seen one player be so single-handedly negatively impactful on the defense and that that was tough for me to watch because he's as, as a your defense
0: back, yourself i can, as, that's hard for me to hear from you
1: as a defensive back you are in a position where normally you're getting dunked on by a receiver and that is what everybody sees. But seeing you in the run game doing incorrect fits or missing tackles repetitively, that's tough. That's, that's a tough break.
0: Well, you know, Louisville's obviously struggling a lot and a lot of questions are surrounding whether or not Satterfield is called to lead this team because at the end of the day, you know you have the dogs. and You have the horses in the staple. Can you get the execution down? And that comes to like a, a lot of coaching issues. There's a some other coaches that'll be called to the carpet. When you listen to tomorrow's show about the coastal, but all in all, the good of it, everybody in the Atlantic won. The bad of it, our quarterbacks in this quarterback conference, they need to be, you know, touch and agree. We need to throw our hands up, some oil, to get back right for the rest of the season. We have not seen anyone in midseason form from a Atlantic division. Would you say?
1: I agree. I agree. Okay. All these, but you know what though? Jordan
0: Travis was on his way. But that's, injury.
1: but that's the beauty of this. Mm-hmm. Nobody's in mid-season form yet, and we're not in mid-season. So it's that's okay. Fair. That's fair. It's all right. And at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. If these quarterbacks continue to play at this level, at the end of the day, it's going to turn into who can be the least bad. And you never want to see that. But yeah. sometimes being the least bad is what's going to get you a win. I When I won my first state championship, we did so with a freshman quarterback, and his only objective was don't turn the ball over just don't turn the ball over. If we can get to a punt, we will get our defense will figure it out. We'll find ways to either generate turnovers or generate short fields to, that is going to be able to get, get us in the end zone, which some games we didn't. We won 3-0 and 6-3 two games. So the reality is sometimes you got to win in spite of your quarterback. But that is just surprising with how experienced and how highly touted these quarterbacks are.
0: Especially yeah. in this specific division.
1: Exactly. DJ who the five-star of all five stars. Devin I don't Leary, know about all that. Mm-hmm. Devin Leary, the ACC preseason player of the On year. On the Heisman,
0: campaign. It's,
1: it's not not Heisman giving, campaign. it's not giving Heisman. It's not
0: giving Sam Heisman.
1: Hartman, the guy everybody said, how did Devin win over him, Sam? So much better. You're getting picked off by Liberty, big dog. I'm sorry. can Kenton. Get, Kenton. You're looking funny in the light. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and then you got Malik Cunningham, who is doing his best to carry a team. Free
0: Malik day. until it's back. Free Lee.
1: Free Lee, man. Free my, my dog. Needs... Free my dog, Lee. This is getting ugly. He's doing one I want everything. better
0: for my boy. I want better for him at the end of the day. And, of course, we talked about the ugly being Louisville and how he just, you know, we want to, we want to see it turn around. We want, to, we want to see it figured out. Free Malik. We know, we know that it's there. Will it fire? They've got a couple more weeks. They've got plenty more weeks, honestly, to figure things out. So that's how Scotty well. Boy
1: might not have, but a Scotty couple might more not weeks. have. <laughs> but that team got a lot more weeks left. They got a lot more weeks.
0: Scotty got about till week seven. Then you want to wrap that one up. But needless to say, we are happy to have you guys talk with us. Glad we went live. Got to have some conversations about Pitt. Even though again, we're talking about Pitt tomorrow. I promise you, you're gonna hear all about the good things that Pitt did. So make sure you join us for that show with JJ Jackson of Locked On Blue Devils. But if you want to listen to more of Kenton. Probably more insight and hopefully not nitpicky of every single person on Teams. Where can you find and talk about that Wolfpack kid?
1: Absolutely. Wherever you're hearing or watching this podcast, you can find me at locked on underscore. I'm sorry, locked on Wolfpack. Uh the Twitter handle is L O underscore Wolfpack. So um yeah, wherever you're listening to this, you can find Locked On Wolfpack. And, and we'll be we'll be getting pretty nitpicky on there about <laughs> our boys in the, the red and white events.
0: Candice, for Candice Cooper and Ken We hope you guys have a
1: great start to your week. Until next time.